coming out from Tobago, son and daughter of his choice, Rod Jordan and Lenora Jordan. We come to give God praise to lift up his holy name, because he said in his word, if he be lifted up, he will draw souls from free. So here we are to lift up his holy name, that soul be saved. Today, we continue from last week. 
and the topic today is the law was also ordained to administer condemnation and death as the second corinthians chapter 3 to 9 second corinthians chapter 3 verses 6 to 7 while christ came to administer the spirit and righteousness as second corinthians chapter 3 verses 8 to 9 states now all scriptures will be read from the king james version and we start now another reason why the law even the commandments as we read in romans chapter 7 verse 7 and verse 12 was given was that it be a god ordained mechanism to administer universal condemnation and death now there are those in the church who when corrected they will tend to cite this incident in the bible and this incident is where the woman who was taken in idolatry was not condemned by jesus but was told instead to go and sin no more right as john chapter 8 verse 11 states now the question that one would ask why did jesus not condemn the woman and the answer to that question is a simple one indeed and it finds biblical confirmation to that so john chapter 3 verse 17 states for god sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved so another question that might be asked why was jesus not sent to condemn the inhabitants of the world and the answer to this question is this is taken from john chapter 3 verse 18 he that believeth on him that's jesus is not condemned but he that believeth not is condemned already so if john chapter 3 verse 18 states that those who do not believe on jesus christ the son of god are condemned already now someone would ask or will try to seek to find out who or what did the condemnation so fortunately for us by the pen of the apostle paul we are informed that the work of condemnation and the administering of death to the people of the world were assigned to the law of God, even to the Ten Commandments. So this fact finds biblical confirmation in the following text. 
So turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 7 to 9. And it states, But if the ministration, meaning that is the administrator of death, written and engraven in stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away. How shall not the ministration, that is, the administrator of the spirit, be rather glorious? For if the ministration, that is, the administrator of condemnation be glory, much more doth the ministration of righteousness exceed in glory. So that is Second Corinthians chapter 3, verses 7 to 9. Now, based on what we just read from Second Corinthians chapter 3, verses 7 to 9, it is quite clear that God gave the law, even the Ten Commandments, called the First Covenant, as we read in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 7, or Hebrews chapter 9, verse 1, which the covenant was written and engraven in stones, as Exodus chapter 34, verses 27 to 28 states, Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 13, Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 1 to 22, Deuteronomy chapter 9, verses 15, and 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 9. To be his administrative instrument of condemnation and death, as we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 6, 7, and 9. Now, since the law, even the Ten Commandments called the First Covenant, was divinely ordained of God to be his administrative instrument of condemnation and death. Another administrative vehicle or agent had to be found to minister eternal life to doomed humanity. So, as a consequence of what was just said, God who knows the end from the beginning, slew his son from the foundation of the world, as we read in Revelation chapter 13, verse 8. But manifests him at Calvary, as we read in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 20, at which time he established the better covenant of the gospel of the kingdom, as Matthew chapter 11, verse 13, and Luke chapter 16, verse 16 states, and simultaneously relegated the law to a lesser role of administering condemnation and death to all unbelieving Jews and unregenerate Gentiles who refuse his offer of salvation by their refusal to repent of their sins and exercise faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. So, the lesser role of the law can be gleaned by reading this following scripture 
which is taken from 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 8 to 11. And it states, But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to song doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. So that scripture was 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 8 to 11. So as I close, I reiterate, brethren, since the law, even the commandment, referred to in Romans chapter 7, verse 7 and 12, which though holy, just, and good, was not ordained to give eternal life, but was ordained of God instead to be the administrator of condemnation, as we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9, and death, as we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7. It had to be replaced by a better covenant, which was capable of administering eternal life. Hence, its replacement by the gospel of the kingdom of God, as Matthew chapter 11, verse 13, or Luke chapter 16, verse 16 states. So that's the end of my segment today. I will be live next week again. So remember, please take time and read your Bibles for yourselves. Jesus Christ is returning soon. Please prepare yourselves for his return. And remember that I love you. Have a blessed and safe week in Jesus' name.